dogs who love belly rubs and hugs and a bunny too. We hope to see you there. This PSA is brought to you by senior nursing students in the Fitzpatrick College of Nursing, the Office of Health Promotion, and WXVU Villanova Radio. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. Visit our all-new website at WXVU.org. We're on air serving the main line at 89.1 on your FM dial or stream us anytime, anywhere on the Radio FX app. V891, The Roar is proud to announce that we can now be heard on 89.1 all day, every day, for the first time in Villanova's history. Listen to our programming anywhere in the main line on 89.1, 24 hours a day, seven days a week with our now full-time FM signal. And stay tuned for details of how WXVU plans to celebrate this exciting milestone. From the newsroom, this is WXVU News Director Gabrielle Raffoul with your weekly Mainline News Minute. On Monday, a 45-year-old Royersford woman was sentenced in the Chester County Justice Center for one to three years in state prison for using a stolen Girl Scout Troop debit card to pay her lawyer $525. Shelly Goller was also ordered by Chester County Judge Anne-Marie Wheatcraft to serve four years of probation following her prison term. Goller was convicted in absentia of using a Girl Scout Troop debit card in 2019 to charge $525 to a law firm in Pottstown to pay her bankruptcy attorney. The defendant failed to appear for her scheduled trial after receiving notice to attend and fled to Virginia. Goller was convicted of a identity theft, access device fraud, and receiving stolen property. In other news, the Pennsylvania Department of Health announced it is suspending operations at Delaware County Memorial Hospital on Monday. In a statement issued Friday night, Delaware County officials said the decision to close the hospital is because of inadequate staffing. Just last month, a judge granted a temporary injunction preventing Crosser Health from closing the hospital and turning it into a behavioral health facility. The county said it is now exploring all legal options to try to keep the hospital open. From the Newsroom, this is WXVU News Director Gabrielle Raffoul with your weekly Mainline News Minute. Along with WXVU's acquisition of the 89.1 FM frequency full-time in the Mainline, Villanova's Falvey Library's distinctive collections is excited to announce their latest digital exhibit, the new Collegiate Sound. Explore the history of radio on Villanova's campus from the early days as a radio club in the 1920s to today as an FCC-licensed campus radio station. This exhibit includes great photographs, newspaper clippings, programs, yearbooks, 3D model by Erica Hayes, digital scholarship librarian, and scrapbooks from WXVU. We thank Beaudry Allen for her incredible efforts to make this exhibit a reality. Check out the exhibit through the link on our website at wxvu.org. For those fortunate enough to help the person who has always been their hero, AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help at aarp.org slash caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Listen to WXVU for programming through our partnership with Philadelphia's Germantown Radio. Tune in every Saturday at 1 p.m. for the InfoHub Radio Hour, a community journalism resource to share information and stories of and for residents of Germantown. For more information on Germantown radio programming, visit gtownradio.com. Now, here's your three-day weather forecast for the main line. Clouds will be around for your Tuesday with rain developing later in the day, a high of 46. Rain likely tonight will get down to 39 for a low. Clouds will give way to sunshine for your Wednesday, a high of 49 degrees. 
And mostly sunny Thursday, continued chilly, a high of 46. And welcome back to another episode of the Scoop and Score radio show with Clayton Prona, Matt Topoleski, and Jason Verville. We've got a packed show today. There's soccer, the World Cup. We're bringing on our first guest in a long time. Uh, Villanova played. We lost to Temple. Beat Delaware State, but didn't look great doing it. Got to recap that. The NFL is going on still. Jets had their bye week, but we're still probably going to talk about them a lot. <laughs> Chiefs and Giants are back to being Super Bowl contenders. What else happened? The Blues. The Blues are back. I mean, this, uh, we won three in a row. Are the Islanders doing well? Oh, wait. I've the Islanders are so back this year. Uh, we lost. We got shut out by the Coyotes. But uh-huh. other than that, uh-huh. we've been doing fantastic. All right. Well, pack show today. Stick around for the whole time. 90 minutes starting right now. Let's go. to scoop and score we have a packed show as clayton said earlier okay, so i do it wrong <laughs> <laughs> but then you just repeat what i say word for word uh, well i'm gonna i'm gonna well you know, it's uh segue. we're gonna have a different start to the show Segment because way. the jets didn't play this week the i jets can't start off play. with the jets the giants and chiefs played uh we can still start off with the jets this is the biggest jets game in Five oh. years? Uh, this is bigger than this is bigger than the game we played where we thought we were going to the wild card in 2015. I mean, we could at this the is e- for the one seed, not could, the wild we card. We could at the end of the week either be the one seed in the AFC or out of the playoffs and last in the AFC East. <laughs> we're going to Foxborough. I mean, they can't can't get a big, bigger game than this. I mean, we've been embarrassed by the Patriots every single game since 2015. Something's got to change this week. I, I know a lot of the guys are motivated. Sauce talked about it. They're all looking forward to this game because uh, you got the you got the Bears at home next week. Like this, this is the game we, we they had their coming out party against the Bills. No one gave them a chance. We're underdogs again, even though we're six and three. But this, it's not a must win. But if they can win this game, 
Jet fans are really thinking playoffs here. You, they'd be three and one in the division, having beaten all three teams with two games left on the road, albeit. But in at seven and three, there I th- no matter what happens next week, if they win, they're guaranteed to be first in the AFC East. The in the AFC altogether, it just depends on the Chiefs. But if you told me after that Ravens game in Week One that we'd be talking about this Jet Patriot game in this way, I would have said that you're nuts. Like, the Jets have come a long way this year. Yeah. Um, are, you, are you thinking Super Bowl now? No. Are you sure? No, I'm not. If you win this game, are you going to start thinking Super uh, Bowl? I'm not thinking – I'm not going to think Super Bowl until – If you win uh, this game and the Chiefs lose and you're the one seed and have home field advantage throughout the entire playoffs, I'm not. Gotta start I'm not Super thinking Bowl. Super Bowl until we make it to the AFC Championship game. That's fair. That's very fair. But if there, you're, if you're the one seed, there are some there are some similarities between us and the Bengals last year. Are you thinking AFC Championship game? Uh, I'm thinking I'm I'm think thinking playoffs. I moved okay. on from thinking like when are you gonna start thinking AFC Championship game? Uh, if we can get some big, we have some big games the rest of the year at Dolphins, at Seahawks, at Vikings, this at sim- Bills. Those are four road games against. Four teams that should be in the playoffs. The Dolphins have looked incredible on offense recently. The Bills had two rough games, but I I think the Bills are still a very good football I, team. The Seahawks have a v- they're very similar to us, where they were doubted and they have a really good rookie class. Their quarterback has been kind of a game manager. He's made some good throws. Geno's been way better than Zach Wilson, but uh, the, which is why we have similar records because the Seahawks have less of a supporting cast. And then the Vikings. Just had just won the game of the year this week, so those are four huge road games. You got that. Oh, those four road games and, and at the Pats, and then the three home games the rest of the year: Lions, Jaguars, Bears. You got all your tough games on the road. Yeah, but we're four and zero on the road so far, so we'll see. So, but I, 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 you've heard it every week at the start of the year. All I wanted to see was the Jets on the in the hunt graphic. Yeah, and now they're in, in the playoff picture, going for the one seat. So that's fun. I mean, th- there are some um, there are some similarities between the um, Bengals and the Jets. Are we good? Yeah, we're good. All right. <laughs> do, do you think there's similarities between the Bengals and the Jets? Um, I. Th- are we okay with the mic? We're totally fine with the mic. Can you hear me? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, I can't hear myself. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you want switch mics? No, we're good. But um, I think I can. A- I can hear you if that makes. Are your headphones plugged? Can you okay. hear us? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. All right, sorry. Um, <laughs> what was I gonna say? Oh my gosh. Personnel. I, I think uh, story-wise, the Bengals and Jets are similar. Personnel-wise, though, um, I think that your defense, I think, is better than the. Last year's Bengals, but your offense, personnel-wise, was a, is a little bit worse. But I see where you're coming from with that. So I, I wish the Jets the best of luck. It's by far the best one o'clock game. Um, by far. Guess what the spread is? It's three. Whose line is it? Okay, just three the Patriots. The guess I think I said it last week. Uh, it's three Patriots. So it's it's a fair. I think it's a fair spread. The Patriots are home, like. Do, will people bet Jets money line and, and will people bet Jets spread this game? Probably uh, I, a lot. I, I hope not because <laughs> as we've seen, teams that get like all the bets placed on them usually don't 
<laughs> fare too well. Unless they're the Chargers in prime time, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, so that's Jets talk. I was talking Jets. Yeah. It's sure. already. It's almost been like eight minutes already. That yeah, but play. short short se- I mean, short, short segment compared to short. normal. Well, next week he's gonna have lots to say about. Oh, the game. next week. Well, next week I'll either have a lot to say or I'll just rant for like two minutes <laughs> and then be done. <laughs> just kidding. There's gonna be a no lot matter, to say. They're no gonna ma- win. They're gonna no matter win. what. They're six and four and in uh, in six the and three. Crowd. They're and six and three. No, I'm saying these, like, jets, oh, if they these lose, jets are different. If they lose, these jets are. Yeah, you're still you'll still be fine. It's just be. It's gonna be like a real, like it's gonna be a long season. In well, terms speaking of, of the AFC Super playoff, Bowl, I mean, it could come down to the Jets and Chiefs seeding wise for the one seed. Yeah, it yeah, could. It, it could very well could. Or the Jets and Chiefs could play each other. So you're, in you're the already first think, round. you're thinking one seed. No. When are you gonna start thinking one seed? If you win this week, if we win one of these big road games, maybe. Okay, so it sounds like you're on the brink of thinking Super Bowl. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Jets are still the third best team in the division, but. I'm just I'm this year I'm uh, in I'm, the, well okay speaking of the rest of the division are we sure the Bills are good the Bills will be fine the Bills had a hiccup like this last year and they like ended up going on a hot win streak yeah but they're not going to be the one seed most likely now now that that because that's what happened last year too that they is go bad when they beat the Chiefs at Arrowhead everyone's like this is the Bills conference to lose and then yeah, they the did. Bills lost it and they that's did. what's happening again yes that's true Josh Allen's dropping the ball away. Yeah, uh, with I the mean, game on the line, they, all he has to do is they, go forward an inch. They 100% choked that game. They had yeah. they had I that game. I think the Bills won. always have that midseason uh, identity crisis in the middle of the year yeah. when it's like, oh, they're going to win the AFC. Chiefs are Chiefs are going to win the AFC. Chiefs always have the identity crisis in like week three and four. They just don't have a good run game, and then we like, we bounce back. When you're up 17, you want to just run the ball. Like, and who's your best running back? It's Josh Allen. Like that's their best running back, and I mean, he's constantly getting hit. But and even so, Singletary's yard per carry is like pretty good. And they ran the ball like three times with yeah, him in the they second half. I don't know if they trust 10. him. They don't trust him. And then Josh Allen's making tackles like when he throws interceptions, hurting, further hurting his shoulder, which that his was elbow, so stupid. I guess he's competitive. Which is by far the the biggest injury watch I mean, of the season. Do we do we want to talk about that game a little bit because that was incredible? Yeah, we'll talk about game of the year. game of the year. I think I game think of it's the game decade. Of the year. Game of the, no, not game of the decade. Game of the year though. Uh, has catch? there been a better game this decade? Right. I huh? Has there been a better game this decade? Chiefs Rams 2018 regular that's, season. That, Chiefs that, Bills. That, that game was in 2018. Chiefs, uh, Chiefs Bills. No, 2018 was last decade. Oh, you talking about this decade? Like, yeah, that, right, game, Chiefs, of this, I, game of this decade. I'd say, Bills. I, I'd say Chiefs, yeah, Bills, Bills, Chiefs Bills and Rams Bucks, playoffs. And Rams Bucks are probably better. Like the two, those two games were those, insane. Yeah, last those year. were. Yeah, the Super Bowl was a good Super Bowl too. Um, yeah, but I mean, just well, I will say that that Justin Jefferson. I think the Justin Jefferson catch was the greatest catch I've ever seen. But it. Doesn't have the cultural impact that the Odell catch had. No, I think eighty percent. What? What does that mean? Meaning, like, I mean, it at, broke out. Like every, that, I mean, that, that, oh, that like got, you want to have little kids yeah. like saying Odell yeah. was the catch yeah. things. That because I mean, was. the thing about us growing up, I, like, after that yeah. catch, it was like yeah, that's very like, true. Yo, you Odell did. It's like Odell me. Everyone's going up with one hand. This Jefferson catch, it doesn't have that type of impact. But fourth and eighteen, Cousins just throws up a prayer. He he was double double covered like they're playing a deep deep zone with like man up top and somehow some way Jefferson not only like keeps the ball in his hand but also rips it away from the Bills cornerback because he had the ball ripped it away and was able to keep the ball from touching the ground that that's incredible because you th- I mean you think of OBJ's it was pass interference he's falling out of bounds that. 
Do you think he makes the catch if the defender's not there? No. Probably not. Like the defender helped him make yeah. the catch. Yeah, oh, because okay, was... the, w- the way they were, like, fighting for the ball, it kept the ball from hitting the ground. Yeah. That's why I think Odell's catch overall was better, but I think this was a situation. This was, like, a, like we, we lost well, that game. <laughs> also, this game shows that if you have a top five receiver, he can single-handedly win you the game. He can single-handedly carry quarterback. He had that crazy catch where he was double-teamed on the sideline, and he was able to cur- – that's how they got the ball down inside the five. The Jefferson made that other catch. And then he had a great route in overtime where he made a catch on the sideline too. Yeah. I mean, he, he – carried that whole he, fourth quarter. The Like, Dalvin had his 80-yard run and a few nice runs to start the overtime drive. But other than that, it was just straight up Justin Jefferson. I mean, I, I, there are certain times where Cousins just, like, chucked it to Jefferson. Yeah. Knowing yeah, he was probably going to get open eventually. The fact that people are saying Kirk Cousins is in the MVP conversation – just shows you how good Justin Jefferson is. Yeah. It, I could spin that and say the fact that Josh Allen is in the MVP conversation just shows you how good Stefan Diggs is. Yeah. You could say that, too. Uh, you could <laughs> say that, but Allen as a rusher adds to how good he is. That you could say, too, yes. Sure. So you both are right. You both sure. are right. You're, you're right, and you're right. But if he didn't have Stefan Diggs, would he even be that good? I don't That's know. a real conversation. I don't know. On, need on ESPN, they're like, th- there's like this thing where it's like, oh, which is one person on the hot seat, and right now they put Ken Dorsey on the hot seat for the Bills, stepping up as offensive coordinator. Does he get a lot of blame well, for this? Is the two Bills times struggles? that they blown bad games, the Bills. The the Dolphins game, he I, calls I, their plays, right? Yeah, he's the yeah. OC. He was on like throwing the iPad and the yeah, uh huh, yeah. I mean, if they win this game, though, if Josh Allen just, like, yeah, they do. They holds on to a snap. They win this game if they don't blow a 17-point lead. They win this game if they f- don't, yeah. They, oh, if, that, if Josh Allen doesn't snake. decide that, to try to go for the end that Josh, zone. That Josh Allen fumble. In the red zone. Yeah, that was, Singletary was wide open in the flat. You take your 10 yards there, and you keep moving down the field. I don't know what Allen saw. Because Davis, Davis didn't even have leverage on, there were two yeah. people on him. He didn't have leverage on either one. Allen threw it like it's almost like he thought Davis was gonna instead of kind of running a post that he was gonna cut more inside toward the goal line because that throw is terrible. It's like his his mental game's never been like that strong, but he's been able to overcomp like overcompensate yeah. because of how strong his arm is. And now that he's injured, he still thinks he can make those plays. Yeah, but he really like he's just slightly actually, off, that, and all of a sudden that's actually that because that ball was pretty severely underthrown. Yeah, so that they, that could but, be. But it. the one thing is that. I mean, but it's more fun you, to just say he's bad now. You guys, you guys know I like Josh Allen. I don't think you can say that it was the injury because in the first half he was no. 14 of 18 for I want to say 200 yards. Yes, he looked, he looked, he fine. looked good. He, he looked, looked good. good. Did it like wear down as the game went that, on? You I mean, could say that, which is another reason why you should be running the ball when you're up 17. Yeah, well, you should. It, but it's also you can say that Singletary isn't that good, but so what? Just run the football. Yeah, David. David, good offensive line. Worst case, just run it. If Allen's elbows hurt, you can still run it with yeah, him. Like Clyde Edwards-Helaire's not that good, and the Chiefs have been doing that for years. And then they finally stopped. And this now game. they finally have gone to Isaiah. <laughs> does, he have, does, he have, does he have a fumble problem or something? Like Allen? Clyde? No, uh, uh, Singletary. Uh, not. I don't. Not like a problem. He's not like Kareem Hunt, but just run it with. I don't know why they don't run it. He gets up four yards. You're second and six. Then you can throw it. it just what the the what the Bills' fatal flaw is going to be year in and year out. They they want Josh Allen to do everything. And when, when Josh Allen, he'll have those six, seven-game stretches where people will begin to start the conversation. I'll, I'll admit, I was one of those guys. Is he the best quarterback in the NFL? But he's not. He's never going to be consistent enough if he has to do everything for the team to ever be on Patrick Mahomes' level. 
because I think after these past two weeks, it's safe to say that no one to yeah. even start the conversation about who the best quarterback in the NFL is. We're going to need somebody to play at like an Aaron Rodgers level for an entire like a prime Rodgers level mm-hmm. for an entire year to even begin. That's why I took Mahomes MVP. Uh, Beth, uh, about because, half an hour ago. Because n- Did now, you actually? Yeah. What odds? Plus 130. How I units? love those odds. I love those odds. So you love those odds bet, for an MVP? I only bet 10 bucks. I'm oh, okay. Yeah. Plus 130 for MVP is really low. That's yeah, not it's good low. odds. It's low, but he's going to win it, so like I'm going to win 13 bucks. Well, it's also seeing what he's doing this year without <laughs> Tyreek Hill real high is roller. insane. <laughs> so. He is carrying the team right I mean, now. It, do, do you want to transition into the Yeah, Chiefs? we did. That perfect right. transition. Talk about Tapa's bets. Uh, yeah, the Chiefs beat the Jaguars. Uh, hold on. Chiefs beat the Jaguars. Um, I missed the second half because of, are they back? Roller hockey, Villanova roller hockey, we're back. Lost a close game to Penn during the game. A-team won, though. They dominated. So just just side note, yay. Good good for Villanova roller hockey. Um, won a couple face-offs, had a shot on goal, no big deal. Uh, so long story short, I <laughs> I missed the I second half of the Chiefs game. I had to record it, go back, didn't see any spoilers, and then watched it. There was never a moment where I'm like, the Chiefs are not gonna win this game. Like there was never a time when I got scared, even after the Jaguars recovered the opening onside kick, and three turnovers later by the Chiefs. The Jaguars didn't have a single turnover, and the Chiefs were in control the whole game somehow. Which that which shows there's a lot of like places the Chiefs need to improve on one thing that was big was the running back position and Clyde Edwards Alaire first round pick two years ago was really 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 good at LSU hasn't done anything with the Chiefs it was a pretty bad pick uh was picked over Jonathan Taylor and DeAndre Swift and J.K. Dobbins but he has finally not gotten I think he had two carries or two targets for zero yards. He 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 had no stats. Yeah, he, he had two tar- two targets and no carries. Yeah, two targets, zero carries. Isaiah Pacheco, the seventh round pick from Rutgers, is the one leading the backfield. Sixteen carries for eighty two yards. McKinnon still getting in there on passing plays, and that was a big difference. Being able to trust a running back. He was running hard. He was hitting holes better than he has this entire season. He's definitely improving. He could be the running back of the future now. Mahomes was insane again, 300 yards, four touchdowns. Like people don't talk about how abnormal that is. To have like 300 yards, four touchdowns, and people aren't saying like Mahomes was like the greatest thing ever. They were just like, oh yeah, that's kind of another week for Patrick Mahomes. He's carrying this team right now. People like people like to say that the Chiefs are like Mahomes got better without Tyreek Hill. Like Tony Romo says that every time he calls a Chiefs game, which just seems like it's almost every week at this point. Which like. I it, maybe it's true, but like the Chiefs got so much worse. The one thing I will say is that you see Mahomes doing a lot more with his reads this year. It seems like because last year it seemed if any play broke down, he just chucked it up the hill. Yeah, which was good. The Chiefs were better then, but Mahomes yeah. is better but right now. Yeah, it, it, it's worse for the Chiefs, but better for Mahomes as a quarterback to not be able to just chuck that ball up because. Hill is that good, but yeah. those throws. I wonder how much of it is like just Matt Nagy's now his like quarterbacks coach and not Eric Bieniemy. So like like he doesn't really talk to Bieniemy at all on the sidelines. He's talking to Matt Nagy after every well, single drive. N- Nagy was calling good plays until 
he basically it seems like he sacrificed himself yeah. to try and pin down Trubisky and Fields because <laughs> he didn't want either one. Because he hated the front office of the Bears. Yeah. But, yeah, he got them to the playoffs, and then a double doink happened. But Nagy's, like, working with them every time. It seems like I would credit Matt Nagy to Patrick Reynolds' development this year a lot more than Tyreek Hill not being there. But any a long story short, the Chiefs are, are might be the best team in the NFL now. The Bills – it's like the, the one flaw that both you and the Bills had was that you had no running game. And yeah. this week, if you Isaiah had, Pacheco can you had 27 carries for 155 yards. And let's remember how good the Chiefs' offense was when they had Kareem Hunt. Yeah, and that was before, or that was half a year of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Oh, if we still had Kareem Hunt, we'd be so good. And it's also, no matter what happens, Kelsey's all, like, it feels like all these other guys are getting touches, but... Like, when you need that throw, you need that catch, Kelsey's all, it was always like, finds a way to yeah. be there. Yeah, and, like, and Tony Roman was, like, talking about it where, like, Kelsey, there's, like, a clear route he's running, and then, like, he just knows, stop right here, I'll be open, and Mahomes knows he's going to stop right there, he'll be open, and they hit it, even though it's not in the playbook at all. And then Juju was starting to do it this week, too, which thinks he got hurt, but, like, he was learning about it, and, like, him and Mahomes were, like, like he'd be running, like, a deep route and just stop at 10 yards, and then we get, like... Was there any details on how long he'll be out? Because that was definitely a concussion. I, yeah, I haven't that, seen anything. That was, that, was, that was a dirty hit. That was terrible. Yeah, that, that was another thing. With with Cisco. He, he launched a Juju's head when Juju was defenseless, knocked him out of the game. He went into, like, a fencing position, which is sad we know, like, what that is now. Yeah. But, so that happened. And then, like, the next drive... He hits. He launches himself into MVS's like head and neck area, knocks him out of the game for a little bit, and then like there's just no call. Like neither of them were a penalty. He isn't like nothing, nothing against him at all. Yeah, the, the refs were abysmal this week. <laughs> yeah, and like everyone's trying to say like the Chiefs got like lucky and like we didn't have because we didn't have any penalties called against us. So everyone's trying to say the refs just love the Chiefs, but like they were clear missed calls on the Jaguars mm-hmm. too. It was like they're just bad all around. What do you think about Tony? Tony was fantastic. Tony, Tony's like change. Though first off, he has the change of direction. Yeah, he has the ability to get a ton of yards after the catch, which is what you were missing a little bit from Hill. Because Scantling is a good deep threat, but that's like that's all he can do. Yeah, like if we and saw with the Packers, we saw we, we saw all with the Packers. He would drop like one to two balls a week and then catch a bomb. Somehow. Yeah, and then. But Tony made that one really good catch where he got. Yeah, he got that up. was the best catch of the, like the year yeah. until then. Justin Jefferson blew that out of the water. <laughs> I, I'd say it would. It was like Tony's was top five, but Pickens was probably the yeah. Oh yeah, best. I forgot about Pickens. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah. Yeah, Tony had a fantastic yeah. catch. But if he's making those types of catches, you you use him in the run game. He had a thirty-two yeah. yard. Was that a jet sweep or like a little screen? Yeah, a jet sweep. He was yeah. like because McCall Hardman wasn't playing, so he took over the Hardman role. And he just did it so much better. Yeah. So Hardman might not have, a, not have a role anymore in the Chiefs' offense. I mean, I when you guys traded for Tony, I was like probably overpaid a little bit. I Who, thought we overpaid because every Giants fan was out here like celebrating, partying in the streets that they got rid of Tony and got a third round pick back. Because <laughs> he, because what he, he he's made of butter, quote unquote, from Tapa. So made of butter, <laughs> or maybe <laughs> he just meaning he's injury. Maybe he just didn't Look, want to play. I've always said when Tony is healthy, he's like so dynamic on the field. But the problem is he never stays healthy. So like yeah. eventually, if he ever gets hurt, like okay. But like that right was now, so funny when he like faked the injury and like hopped into the end zone. Yeah. Right now, enjoy him. Uh, I miss I Tony. I, <laughs> I miss Tony, but Tony like is not on the number one receiver. Like Tony's like a good gadget guy, and yeah, that, he's Chiefs, everything the Chiefs thought McCall yeah, Hardman the was. Chiefs, the Chiefs really don't need like. Do they really need a number one guy? Yes. 
They don't really need another one. I, yeah. I, Tyreek Hill would transform well, this team right now. Or Justin Jefferson would transform this team right now. Odell uh, Beckham Jr. could transform this team right now. Yeah, but Odell... Do you trust Juju to be that guy if he comes back healthy? No. I mean, like, he's been fine. He, he probably won't re-sign with us. He's only on a one-year deal anyway. But, I mean, he's getting he's definitely gotten better. So, we'll see. But it's it's always going to be Kelsey is the number one guy. I mean, like we with the Steelers, Juju was a really good number two. Behind yeah, Antonio behind Antonio. Brown. And then when Antonio Brown did his thing and left for all those, like, the crazy saga that it was, then Juju kind of stopped producing after that. Mm-hmm. So, we'll have to see. But Chiefs were looking good. Eagles lost. Bills lost. Vikings looked bad for the lot a lot of the time. If the Vikings lost That's that game, good, the Jets and the Chiefs are the only teams Vikings, that can they, really if they, come out of the AFC. If they tied, uh, let's not go that far. If they tied, I'm going, the, permission, the to, permission to go there. Permission that, to go there. What? Uh, I won't say it, but I'll give you permission. All right. The Chiefs and Jets are the best teams in the AFC. Agree or disagree? I disagree. Uh, I also disagree, but I'm hopeful. Disagree because you think it's just the Jets? No. <laughs> I think it's Chiefs, Dolphins, Bills. Those are the top three teams right now. But the AFC is going to be stacked in the playoffs. It's going to be a fun playoff. If the Jets can make it, that's a fun playoff. Jets could be the one seed. Jets would – yeah, they could if they win all their games. The AFC and, and NFC could go and through MetLife. And they, would, and they would earn it, the Jets, I think, because they have a tough schedule coming up. Yeah, well, it's now almost one thirty. We've got a special guest coming in in what fifteen minutes? Uh, he said, but I think a half an hour. He's coming at you now. Is he ever gonna come? It's supposed, gonna, to, supposed to be one, and coming. then it became like one twenty. He's, he's coming and at one forty-five. Now it's two. He's excited to come. He's very okay. excited to talk about All the right. World Cup. What time is his class? Two thirty. All right. So stay tuned. A guest speaker, but it is one thirty now, and. Uh, now on WXVU's podcast feed, listen to a conversation with classical guitarist John Marcel Williams and Lenny Ranello. John and Lenny performed Tuesday at the Mullen Center at 7 p.m. as part of the ACS events, The Evolution of Classical Guitar. You can now listen to the concert live right here on V89.1, The Roar. You're listening to Scoop and Score. It is 1.30 do you think people get ACS credit if they listen on the radio or only if they go? Only if they go. <laughs> they could probably just well, listen on the radio. It, well, it depends what they're asked to do. Because, yeah, you just have to, like, right, if you have like, to write talk about it as long like as you, like, yeah. listen to it. It's a concert. Yeah. I'm, I mean, if, if you're not allowed to, we're not suggesting that you do that. But well, if they haven't specified. I, I should never went to any of those. My ACS teacher did not care. Okay. We'll not say who it was, but <laughs> he's the GOAT. I had to go to all of them. That sucks. <laughs> I mean, that's great. That's that's yeah, great. I learned, you know, I learned you so learn. much about about poetry, and <laughs> movies, like the things that really matter. The Villies. The Villies was awesome. The Villies was awesome. You still go to the Villies? I do. I love the Villies. <laughs> you can see the great talent that these like majors are producing. So. Yeah. All right. Next game. The Colts. Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday's Colts. Do you want to talk about the Colts? Not the really. Raiders are so bad. I don't really need to talk about the Colts. The Raiders are Josh The Raiders McDaniels stink. So and the Colts are a team to watch. I mean, look, anybody can beat Josh McDaniels' team. You know. 
So, but Jeff yeah. makes, Jeff Saturday relied on the run game, which I thought he was going to do since There's he's an O-lineman. On the, on the headset, so I had to do a little maneuvering. <laughs> but JT had a good game. He came back. And Matt Ryan, which he should have never gotten benched in the first place, but he looked okay. And the Raiders just stink. I mean, he's better than, than Ellinger. Sorry, Billy, but you yeah, were wrong about that game. There's not much to say about this game because they both stink, and it's just Jeff Saturday's first one as uh, a coach. Yeah. Do you, do you think Jeff Saturday is good, or he's just playing the Raiders? He's just playing the Raiders. I, I, he's he plays the Bill, uh, the Eagles next week. Uh, so. did you see I, the Raiders came out and said that Josh McDaniels is their core, or their head coach going forward, and he has their full confidence? The Raiders, yeah, Mark, which is Mark exactly Davis. what Jim Irsay said about Frank Wright, like four weeks ago. Yeah, but mm. I don't think the Raiders are going to do anything. Mm. That's a difference. Mm. I don't think the Raiders are going to well, do anything. As a, as a Chiefs fan, you probably want... Actually, it doesn't matter it who doesn't, the coach yeah, is. The Raiders, Raiders are always going to be bad. Well, last Just year... Just like how the Broncos are never going to have a quarterback. With the, with the interim guy. And the Chargers are always going to be inter- overrated. <laughs> yeah, I got... They, so they beat the Chargers to go to the playoffs. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> They're so good. Why, well, Anybody can why, beat the Chargers to go to the playoffs. Because it's the Raiders. The Raiders are going to Raider. You know, Josh McDaniels started, I think it was 6-0 and as a head coach. And since then, yeah. he's 4-24. Well, they, were, they were filming opponents' practices illegally for the first six games. And they got caught and had to stop. And now he's just terrible. He's just he's a mm. coordinator. Some they, were, they were doing the Belichick Spygate stuff. How, like, how did the Raiders not know like that this guy was going to be terrible? I, they assumed he's like gotten Even, better. Remember Ricky, uh, our friend who's a Patriots fan, yeah. hated Josh McDaniels. Yeah. He said he was terrible. There's some coordinators. Well, I bet he wishes he had a There's bow. some coaches that are better yeah. than coordinators. So it just happens that Josh McDaniels is just not a good coach. He's a better or coordinator. Just that Bill Belichick carries him. That too. If he would be like the offensive coordinator right now for like the Lions, the Lions offense would probably be terrible. Tom Brady kind of carried him. Yes. Tom sure. Brady was the offensive coordinator. Just like how uh yes. Peyton Manning carried Adam Gase. Yes. And everyone thought Adam Gase was this amazing coach, but Peyton Manning was just yeah. the opposite. Oh, yeah. my God. Adam Gase. I, I said from the start, I was like, put me as Peyton Manning's uh, offensive coordinator slash QB coach. I guarantee you he would just audible every play and <laughs> be Peyton Manning. I wouldn't have to do anything, and I'd get all the credit, and then I'd sign with a dumb team that's stupid enough to sign me to like a three-year deal. Like the Jets. Yeah. But, but uh, that was, that was the old Jets. The new Jets, Jets would never different. do that. Well, uh, Jets are so good. Do you want to talk about the the? Uh, we can talk about the game last night and then transition into the Giants. I mean, Taylor Heineke is that Eagles, guy. Eagles Commanders. Taylor Heineke. It, it's it's so funny that Taylor Heineke's. There's a few players where everyone's like, the analytics behind this guy is terrible. He's not good. And then everyone on Twitter just goes, but he he has that dog in him. That that that's Heineke. Heineke. It never looks like he's making that good of a throw. He, it. He's like he puts the ball in danger. He throws it to like McLaurin, who's double teamed. He yeah. he just finds a way he's to all just right. dog these games he's all out. Right. Look, his stats are not that much better, but like he finds a way to win. Unlike Carson Wentz, like his stats are like yeah, I mean not yeah. the best. His, his stats aren't yards, good. No touchdowns and interception. interception. Yeah, and that interception yeah, was terrible. His stats aren't good when you watch him. He doesn't look necessarily good. I mean, did but did, then he. You just, he finds a way to win the game at the end of the game. If Heineke – look, if Carson Wentz was a quarterback, I think they still won because the story yeah. was – the story of the game was not the commander. It was the Eagles had four turnovers. So well, you give the ball back and – The story of the game was definitely the time of possession. Time of possession. 40 Washington minutes. Washington had the ball. They just – they ran it down minutes. the Eagles' throat with Robinson. and yeah. Which shows – I think it shows that the Jordan, Dav- Jordan Davis is really big to the Eagles' run D because the Eagles' run D has been pretty good all year. 
and they got destroyed by the by the Commanders. Back to back weeks, Texans and uh, Commanders. Yeah, I mean Robinson had twenty six carries. Gibson had fourteen. Uh, yeah, forty nine carries for one hundred fifty two yards, and then no one did anything receiving except for McLaurin, who just he had one hundred twenty eight of Heineke's two hundred eleven yards. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, it was a turnovers, <laughs> and, I, and yeah, I think the Eagles will actually be better after this game, just because the notion of like, okay, we're not undefeated yeah, anymore. They were never gonna win every game. Yeah, no. Like uh, we thought it was gonna be later, maybe. So the basically, times. if you're an undefeated team after week eight, you do not want to play Washington. We saw with the Steelers, saw with the Eagles. If you're a fraud undefeated team, Washington will get you. Yeah, Washington's a big uh, upset story. What did you think of? Uh, I saw some people were mad about. Uh, the unnecessary roughness against Heineke at the end of the game. It was fine. I he thought that he, was he went down on a knee. Oh, and Graham out. hit him. Graham took at least three steps. That was before a good he call. What was the miss call? Oh, the miss call was, was the, the face, face mask. mask. That was the miss call. But they, that was big. They they made a little bit of a makeup call because that was a touchdown. The guy in Washington was not touched. He was he was touched before he had the ball, and then he got the ball and got up and scored. Yeah. So the refs tried to make. The makeup call, but you should be able to review penalties like that, like a face mask. Or, but then the problem is, teams are going to want to review every, every single call. play. So, like what happened with pass interference? Yeah, you, can't, you just got to make those calls if you're refs. I mean, refs make those calls ninety percent of the time, face masks. So it just so happened that this was a big call that they missed. I mean, but we had a few the the Gabe Davis catch in the Bills game. That was not a catch. Yeah, yeah the, that 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 should have been stopped I mean, because yeah. those plays sh- in, in the final two minutes. I think. Uh, they had uh, Dean Blandino on, and I'm pretty sure he said in un- under two minutes to go, they usually stop the game to review the catches like they that. They should have reviewed that. The refs were not good this weekend. They were not good. Gabe Davis didn't even look like he, he didn't look like he caught it in real time. Yeah, because the way he pinned it, and then he immediately got up and started sprinting to the to the line. Yeah, yeah, they needed to review that. They they got to re- yeah. They were just bad this yeah, week. Yeah. B- bad beat last night. I needed AJ Brown to get 12 points to yeah. win the week. In, uh, he was hurt. In one of my fantasy he was 100% leagues. Hurt and he was 100% used of the decoy, uh, the game. Like He was just used of the decoy for blocking and stuff because he was. you could tell he was hurt. Yeah, you could tell he was hurt. But Yeah, he hadn't gotten under 10, I think, all year. Yeah. He puts up one. Coincidence the Eagles lose after that? Huh? AJ Brown goes down. Who? Chandler Harris has no one to throw to. It's true. And they yeah. lose. Um, all right, I guess I'll transition to the Giants. Um, speaking of all like those teams, <laughs> the Giants win. Giants did win. We yeah. beat the Texans. Uh, are you thinking Super Bowl? No. When are you gonna start thinking Super Bowl? If we win in the wild card round. When are you gonna start thinking wild card round? We got to get past a couple division games. So you're not even thinking playoffs yet? No. Not right now wow. because yeah, they're seven and two. Look through ten weeks, through ten weeks, the NFC East, <laughs> the NFC least, not the NFC beast, has the best combined winning percentage in NFL history through ten weeks. Uh, but are all the teams in your division above five hundred? That's no, you're right. I you're don't right. think so. No, you're right. That is true. But the Commanders did beat the best team in the league. You, would you say okay? What well, I both divisions are the their best divisions in their respective conference. Do you guys think the AFC East or the NFC East is better? I think the AFC East is better. The AFC East is so hard. I think the AFC East is better. It's like unfair. It's a group of death. Oh. Soccer. Packers cut cut Amari Rogers. Their 2021 third round pick. Yeah. Uh, Thank God I dropped him in fantasy earlier this year. (laughs) 
All right, sorry. Continuing. Um, this is aw- this is an awesome stat. I I'd like to do some stats before I get to the offense and defense. But the Giants have the fourth highest, and the Chiefs I think are third or second, and the Jets are eighth. So it's a good stat. The Giants are fourth though, in team value score. What that means is that Thank God it's not the bus right oh, here. What oh that means goodness. is you that find the most random what that stats. Means, no, no, it determines your the true value of a player. I, what does that mean in comparison with their salary cap situation? What is that? How do you determine so where, that? Wh- for, example, for example, where do you find the stat? For example, Andrew Thomas is like the best left tackle in the league right now, right? Uh-huh. He's barely getting paid anything. So okay. his true value is way higher oh. than like so, Russell Wilson, okay. who's getting paid $45 million a year, but so, he's terrible. So a guy like DJ Reed, who's been one of the best corners in the NFL, he's making $11 big, million a year. Big, he would be high on the team big, value scale. Big. For How the, is this calculated? For the Chiefs, for example, it would be like um, Creed Humphrey, one of the best centers in the league, getting paid nothing. Yeah. Well, the it says the Chiefs. Is this from uh, uh, Spot Track? Yes. It says Kelsey's the highest value rating for the Chiefs. Oh, Kelsey's the best tight end. He's getting paid nothing too. So I just wanted to mention that. Wait. So the Giants are what ranking total? Fourth. We're fourth. A lot of young guys are stepping up for us. So Gettleman is good. Gettleman's a f- okay drafter. The problem uh, it seems like Gettleman's great. I mean, look, Gettleman hit on his. Are uh, you guys in like terrible caps position right now? We're in terrible cap position. That's what he's. So what up does on. this mean? How is this? Because it doesn't measure all that. It just measures like it measures how much you're paying people. But most of the, the guys, like the the young guys, are stepping up. Not Kenny Galladay. Like yeah, Kenny, but then Kel- Kenny Galladay should be dropping it way down. It does, but Dexter Lawrence and Andrew Thomas stat, and Julian Love and no Daniel sense. Jones Look. and Saquon Barkley, all those guys are rising it up. Kenny Galladay's team value score is Kenny Galladay drop. Uh, right. Can I? I I, I can't even Gallagher find to pay to see I don't know if that. Yeah, see if you can find it. But uh, I, uh, I I can only see it for the team, and I can see okay, what the so highest. They don't even tell us how it's calculated. Team, team value score. So they just made this up. Spot track. There's all you salary. Spot track just made this up. <laughs> Spot track's not like an accurate source either. It's it's they just estimate. It's an estimate. It's fine. As a fan, it's fine. You don't need to know what the financial situation with your team. You're, you're yes, a fan. Yes, you do. You absolutely do. You're a fan. You just gotta go to Spot track. You gotta track. know. You gotta know if they can. Dude, Sign players why or not? Who they be able to target in the offseason? Oh, I, I, I know what the Giants' offseason situation is. I don't understand how the Giants' cap can be this bad. How all I've heard this whole season about how pressed up against the cap the Giants are because Leonard Williams the fourth best teams in terms of value. We're the fourth best team because they're you have so many guys just taking up so much cap room and they're terrible. Our three right, guys, our top three guys that are taking up profile. cap is Dory Jackson, who's been good, Leonard Williams, who's been good, and Kenny Galladay, who's been bad. And the rest are making like less than ten million. Besides Andrew Thomas, who's the best left tackle in the league, so and Saquon Barkley, who so picked up his fifth year cap option. Then? We're still pressed up against the cap because who the, are you paying? Because because our dead cap situation is terrible, terrible. So it doesn't calculate dead cap. Does not calculate dead cap. So then, what's the point of this? Because it only calculates the players that are on the team right now in terms of their value. Doesn't calculate Nate Soldier's contract. Remember Nate Soldier? Oh. I, I think I may have found it. It's like it's it's tough to find. Uh, all right. It's like Ken Pop, how he doesn't release his data, I got, I got so it. no one ever knows. Uh, you don't really know. He just makes everything up. They don't they say. Don't really oh, Daniel Jones has uh, his total value. His score is fifty-five point six. It's like is fifty-five point six good or bad? Uh, it's out of a hundred. So he's average. Um, average. Is it like exponential or linear? Uh, I can't access. Kenny Galladay's. Oh my god! They really want to show you Kenny Galladay's. Probably in the negatives. Um, actually, no, no, no. This, this only it only shows the starters on the team. So Galladay uh, isn't listed. 
Oh, so it only calculates starters? Ah, there you go. Well, That's so star- dumb. That's Ga- so dumb. Gali's on a starter. So if well, you're paying someone $22 million and they're not good enough to start, they just don't affect it at all? <laughs> he will not. He will not. Uh, what do you call it? He will not Evan Neal's so bad. His is 8.63. Because <laughs> Evan, because Evan, because Isn't he like a rookie? Because yeah. Evan, but he's the 11th highest paid right tackle because he was drafted 7th overall. Uh, so his contract is really uh, high. Uh, but Daniel Bellinger is 94.98. Andrew Thomas is 99.03. Daniel Bellinger is going to be a top 15. Dexter guy, Lawrence so. is 98. Uh, Leonard Williams is 30. 39.23. Yeah, well, lot. right now, he's a fourth-round rookie. So, his top half right now, I think he eventually get the top, like, 10. How, is, top, is top 10 even that Jaylen good Jalen Smith is on the Giants? It's good for top 5 Giants. is... Jalen Smith is on the Giants? Yeah, he's been okay off. for us. He's been, okay. he's been starting a middle linebacker for us. Uh, as Waller, there's a big drop-off. In I want to see individuals. So, after after the show, send me that, because I want to see our individual, but I only have time to check the team. But we had, a, overall, for the game, we had a sloppy first half, but we did get the job done in the second half. And now we're one game out of first place in, in the NFC East, any NFC. But at the same time, the Commanders are getting hot, the Packers are getting hot, and you can never count the Packers. And so it's going to be a tough race. It's going to be a tight race. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, so, so it's not just the starters, because for the Jets, they list, like, everybody – so they just forgot Kenny Gallagher. We have three. Like we, have th- we, have we have three. Was, well, we have has, three has running backs three and three receivers season, listed. Yeah, for and you're the paying Jets him twenty-two million. Yeah, but I have as many. Exactly. So your team value ranking should be way lower. Yeah, but he, like we have so many guys that are rising up that it like it, you just have young players. Yeah, we have young. That's players. all it's saying is you have young players. But we have young players but that are living up to their contract. The, the one thing is that more. every team at the top of the team rankings has a good record. They're all good. Uh, so the expected. Eagles are one, the Chiefs are two, the Vikings are three, the, the Giants are, are four, the Bills are five, the Ravens are six, the Dolphins there's, are seven, no Jets eight, are two. 49ers nine, Cowboys Frank ten. Clark is our second highest player, and he's done nothing. All right. uh, I think we spent too much time talking about, yeah, talking we about could, a made-up we stat. Could, we could talk about this after the show. But All right, keep, so keep going. Uh, Giants. Right. Talk about <laughs> um, Giants are going to the Super Bowl. No, Giants. Giants uh, are not going to the Super Bowl. Giants offensively, uh, I'll talk about the game more. What about the Super Bowl? Are, are, yes or no in the Super Bowl? No. no. On a scale of 1 to 3, how confident are you that they can make a Super Bowl? 1. Lowest. Wow. Lowest point. Wow. That's Let me talk about depressing. the game. Can I talk about oh, the yeah. game? Wait, hold on. Jason, answer that question for the Jets. Uh, 1 to one. 3. One. Are you get Both yes. of you? Yes. Are you guys serious? Yes. Yeah. I'm doing a bad job as a co-host and hyping you guys up. Uh, all right. I so would say at least a two for both of you. <laughs> why Why did you start your Giants thing with this stupid team value ring? It has nothing to do with the game that happened this week. I like to have it a, has nothing I like to, to do with team record. Do, it just looks at the contract. I do, I like do, they don't even say how they I evaluate do full, it based on performance. Like it's just a random summary. Number. How did you, did you look this up? Were you like, oh, I think the Giants have really good cap value. I saw it on Twitter. <laughs> and, I, and I had to look it up. I like to do summary, offense, defense, and then coming up. So I'm entering my offense. Uh, no, no special teams? You already did the summary? No special teams. No special teams. That's like the most. Summary uh, is the longest. Yeah, uh, remember when the Chargers had the number yeah, one 20, offense, number one defense, and 32 Chargers. second People special forget. teams, and they missed the playoffs. That's uh, a great video. <laughs> Secret base is awesome. I know. The so how can you not talk about special teams? You want me to talk about special teams? You uh, said your your most important player on the Giants is part of special teams. Uh, he, I think you said the, be- the best player the on the Giants. The best player, sorry. The best player on the Giants is their kicker when they have Gra- Saquon Barkley Graham Grinnell, on offense. Graham Grinnell has saved us a lot of games, though. Like Saquon Barkley w- well, yeah, saves you like every game. Of course. Saquon Barkley had 152 rushing yards awesome. on 35 carries. He leads the league in rushing on 931 yards. Um, we leaned on him heavily. Uh, he got he, you know, we, he didn't have like a, any breakaway runs, but he was 100. percent He was the game plan. Why not? Because the Texans have the worst rushing defense in the league. 
So I saw Daniel Jones average four point eight yards per carry. Daniel too. Jones, it's pretty good. Yeah, Daniel Jones didn't run the ball much, but he had the he has the highest passer rating now of the season, like in a game. <laughs> Out of everybody, at one fifty three. No, this is the higher passing rating in one game in this season. He's at uh, out of everybody, or just Daniel Jones? Out of everybody, in the out of every quarterback. Yes, in out of the every league. quarterback. He, the, Daniel I, Jones had a better game than all of them. He had in the, terms of passing. He rating. has the highest passer rating in one game this season. 197 oh. yards, two touchdowns, no picks. 153.3. <laughs> no one's gotten a perfect passer rating yet. No, that was his passer rating today, and he would have had a high one if Kenny Gallo dropped didn't drop two uh, of his four. Well, Sh- Sean said if Galladay catches that first ball, he's going to have a huge game. Yeah, and he dropped it, and he dropped. A one that middle schoolers catch. It you should see it. The, 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 you should see that one that he dropped. It's so bad. Um, yeah, he wasn't asked to do much because obviously when you have Saquon Barkley, you just lean on oh, him. Oh, just but. quick note: Lawrence Cager, former Jet. I saw he scored. For yeah, you guys. he did. He was good. Like like Joe Shane, like picks up these guys on the streets, and well, now they're good now. Well, like, Cager is a good athlete for a tight that's end. That's where your value rankings. But good. but Cager Cager can't Shane? block at all as a tight end. He so yeah. off the street. He's only good. he's only in now because of Bellinger. When Bellinger comes back, Bellinger will be the starting tight end. Mm. Um. And right now, the top three receivers, <laughs> we always talk about receivers and how receivers help a quarterback. <laughs> well, the top three receivers right now is probably Darius Slayton, Wondell Robinson, and Isaiah Hodges. Yes. Isaiah Hodges had well, two yards. He's uh, better than Kenny Galladay. Amari Rodgers did get dropped, so. Yeah, I guess. He could be like our fourth receiver. I mean, until Bellinger gets hurt. So That's why you don't understand how you're number four. So that's why the, because the, rec- that's why the Giants are going to get OBJ, though. Uh, are the Giants getting OBJ? Well, I heard the Chiefs getting OBJ. Well, there's but it's really going to be the a Cowboys. A close source said that it's going to be between the Giants and Cowboys. What close source? His high school football coach. Okay. Who's really good friends with him. So Does I believe his high school that. football coach ever break something in the past? I, I don't know. Odell only went to one team of his choice. The so Rams. maybe the high school football coach is like the NRD of the football world? <laughs> <laughs> where, he, where he breaks it's like... Between, wait, he said it's between the Giants and Cowboys? Giants and Cowboys. And Ooh. you said, for the record, you're going to burn your Odell Beckham Giants jersey if he goes to the Cowboys. Yes, I would burn it. Okay. Oh, this is the first time in, what, six weeks that a Jet player will not win Pepsi Rookie of the Week. Oh, everybody vote for Christian Benford I'm for Pepsi voting. Rookie of the no, Week. No, oh, because he's... Uh, yeah. Gotta let a Villanova alum win Pepsi Rookie of the Week. He has a he has a big road ahead. Christian Watson did score three touchdowns, but Benford is is a wildcat. So, uh, yeah, David wants to throw it, but clearly we can't because we don't receivers. So the fact that he's adjusting to like a run game is props to him, like Coach of the Year candidate right now. And the O line was good, but AT is continuing to be a beast. We're gonna have to sign him long term. And in the defense, I'll quickly touch up. So the Giants do give a lot of yards on defense. But the reason why why we're at 7-2 and two and we're a big part of, you know, we're 7-2 and two is that we have excelled on two phases of defense, and we're second in both. Third down defense, we're second in, and red zone defense, we're second in. So we do give a lot of yards, but we find a way to get it done on third down and in the red zone. So that's really helped us a lot. It's also, like, your wins aren't pretty, but... You're seven and two. No, You're yeah. finding ways to beat hey, don't apologize good teams and, and bad yeah, teams. No. So in the NFL, all that matters is winning games. Yeah, of course. And a win is a win is a win. Leonard Williams has stepped up, and Dexter Lawrence, goodness gracious, he's playing at an all pro level. He came off for three plays, right? Three plays he came off the field for. Damian Pierce had 61 <laughs> of his 94 rushing yards when he was off the field. The rest of the game, when Dexter Lawrence is in, he had 33 rushing yards. When Dexter Lawrence is out for three plays, he had 61 yards. He had nine pressures that game. That's the most by a 320-pound-plus defensive tackle since 2006. 
He had five QB. He had what, wait, say that set again. Nine pressures is the most by a 320-pound-plus defensive tackle since 2006. So that's how you know Dexter. I do my homework. That's so specific. I do my homework. It just shows how good he is. Five who, who was hits. it in 2006? No idea. Five QB hits, two sacks, multiple holding penalties against, uh, and the corners playing well. So what's coming up? Uh, Giants play opponents with a combined record of 27 and 10. So this, is, this ain't going to be no uh, cakewalk. Uh, we play the Vikings at the Vikings. We play Ooh. the Cowboys. Wait, is it primetime? No, but it could get flexed. Who's your next game? Lions. Oh. <laughs> we play the Lions and we play at Thanksgiving. Uh, at That's Cowboys on Thanksgiving. So hopefully it's not I a trap game. Thanksgiving. Hopefully it's not a trap game against the Lions. Um, I never liked this matchup from the start. Um, so, uh, I think that we need to, uh, eventually, you know, play to our ability and hopefully we get the job done. But yeah, I'm just happy with playing meaningful football heading into, uh, November. So, so uh, Super Bowl. No, I never thought Super Bowl this early. Playoffs. Even in the 2011 team. Well, yeah, because that team wasn't as good as this team. This team, that Did that team have Saquon Barkley? The 2011 team was so much better than this team. <laughs> it's not even funny. Did that team have Saquon Barkley? That team had receivers and solid running backs. But not Saquon Barkley. No, but they didn't have – we don't have a Hakeem Nix, Mary Manningham type of receiver, the Victor Cruz type of receiver to go up and get it. And we had Brandon Jacobs and Ahmad Bradshaw. Great tandem. So – you can't always lean on Saquon, but you have to eventually throw it. So the, the problem is that our ceiling is limited because we have no receivers to go make a play. Who do you want to pick in the first round? What position? Receiver. Not quarterback. Not quarterback? Yeah. We're going to be picked in like the 20. Would you trade up to, if you trade up, let's say to a top five pick? I would be very shocked if Danny Jones does not get extended now. Really? Yeah. And if this is the lowest pa- pass, if, if this is the lowest point of the passing offense because we don't have receivers, get a receiver and I think he'll so, be so much better. W- would you rather, would you There's rather no draft accident. a receiver in the second or third round, sign one of the top receivers on the market, or just sign kind of one of those depth guys that's pretty good? will get around ten mil a year and, and get a receiver in the first round, or just just sign sign a guy. Let's see. Uh, well, position, I mean, but but it's tough now because even a guy like Christian Kirk got twenty mil a year. Well, because we got I think Corey Davis is getting paid around. 13 mil from us, so someone somewhere in that realm. It depends. I feel like a guy like that would help the Giants It a depends lot. what Joe Shane wants to do. Does he want to go out and get like a stud receiver via trade, or does he want to draft his own receivers? I, would I, think, I, I think he wants to draft his own receivers. I would say trade for Mims, but he's too good to trade. I would say Joe Shane wants to draft his own receiver, and I think it's a good receiver draft. Is um, Mims like good now? Is Mims? I, 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 I really like Mims. He's a great deep Should have traded Elijah Moore to us. Should have traded in a lot uh, No. Should have traded. Moore, Moore, Moore's going to play in the slot now. Traded. Garrett Wilson's going to play outside because he's looked really good. Uh, Pulling oh. someone like Kadarius Tony. Quick quick trivia question. Uh, <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't know how to use it. This is a little off topic. Topo does his research. Who's the last Jets quarterback to win a regular season game at Gillette Stadium? Chad Pennington? Uh, after that. Sanchez? No. Before that or after? Uh, before Sanchez. Brett Favre. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That needs oh to change on Sunday. All righty, that ends my Giants. We're seven and two. Hopefully, we can keep it up. And does that end our football chant? Well, not really, because a chat because we're going to football. 
It seems. <laughs> we have <laughs> soccer. Wait, first we, have to, first we have to do an ad. Yeah, let's do an ad first and I can introduce our guest. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the Villanova, uh, the University Christmas Tree Lighting will be held on Friday, December 2nd. Wow, that's, that's a little early. It's so beautiful, that's, It's in December. It's cold outside now. Oh, it's uh, At 5 p.m., Friday, December 2nd, at the Riley Eclipse. Tapa, do you know where the Riley Eclipse is? Or Ellipse is? Yes, I do. Where? What's yeah. his nickname? Uh, Oreo. Wow, I didn't, I didn't wow. know that. As part of Merry Christmas, Villanova. Additionally, there's more. The university's <laughs> holiday, village, and night market will be held Monday, December 12th from 3 to 8 p.m. Also at the Oreo. Tis the season. It's time for the holidays. And you know what that means. It's time for the World Cup. That's right. Introducing our soccer expert, World Cup enthusiast, Host of Hip Hop Haven. He's going to be talking about soccer for about 10 minutes. Hip Hop Haven, Wednesday nights at 5, right? Oh yeah. 5.30. Wednesday nights at 5.30. And we have a ton of questions, Jacob, about yeah. the World Cup. But Jacob Brock, everybody. Great to be on. The mic not be working. <laughs> the mic not working. <laughs> Is it, can you guys hear him? It's um, like it's, it's fuzzy. Try it again. Hold on, let's see. When I talk, it's very quiet. Can you turn my volume up? It's let's like see. it's all the way up. Okay. Well, Share yeah, yeah, I can hear. All right, all right. Yeah. Technical difficulties. All right. Technical difficulties. We're gonna share a mic here. All right, now Jacob Brook. Yeah. You got. Hello. You, you, is it working? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, all right. We're good. We're good. Okay. Soccer. Look, it's been eight years since the U.S. has been in the World Cup, so we're back, baby. Um, I'm feeling. I don't know how I feel. I feel good and bad. I think we could win every game in the group stage. But I also think we could lose every game in the group stage. We've got a decent roster. Great, great analysis. <laughs> this, this, this is why we bring I, them on. <laughs> I, I, ha- I have more. So we have, a, we have a good squad overall. A bad coach again. Greg Verhalter, just terrible. I wouldn't be too upset if we got knocked down in the group stage. Obviously, I want us to go far, but then they fire the coach, and then we're better when we host the World Cup. You think they would fire the coach if well, they got a coach? They, yeah. But okay, is this different, though? Because, like, in the NBA – you can cheer against your coach. You'd be like, I want us to lose, so they fire the no, coach. It, it is, but it then is. you just get a better coach next year. Now, if you fire, like, if you do bad and fire your coach, you have to wait four years. No, no, I'm not like – That's the beauty of soccer. I, I don't I, – I, I obviously want us to make it out of the group stage, and I want us to do well. But if we don't do well, I'll be less upset knowing they'll get rid of him. Whereas if we do well – All right, so you're, you're like him. pre-spin zoning it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, but so – we made our roster selections last week. A pretty good overall squad. We've got the New Jersey man Matt Turner in goal. Matt Turner, you've seen his college highlights. He never, he didn't even play soccer till he was 16, but he's starting for the U.S. Um, then we've got Tapa. You know where Memphis is? Memphis in New Jersey? No. Uh, well, we've got the Memphis Messi. Oh as his boy. Is um, that that's like how Zach Wilson's the Mormon Mahomes? Yeah. <laughs> yes, pretty much. No. So he's from Memphis, New so he's Jersey. He's the Zach Wilson of Brendan, soccer. Brendan Aronson. I you could call him that. Okay. You could probably probably so he basically he just like bangs moms, win wins games. Can we say can we say Oh my god. Uh, I've I've said stuff like that on my show, so <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I should go there on this show. Um well, we permission but, to go there. Uh, we went there. I think we're fine. I think we're fine. <laughs> yeah, we're fine. Um and then we've got uh I, the main thing I was worried about was was our striker selection. So we went with Haji Wright, who's a he's six three, plays in Turkey, a uh, good target man for crosses. Oh, Memphis like outside of Philadelphia. Oh, oh, so he's basically he's he's from here. Yeah, he's a Villanova fan, probably. I would bet. 
Um, but yeah, so the squad I was overall happy with, but I had low expectations, so that's why. Now, if you look at who the U.S. is going up against, we've got Iran, Wales, and England. England are easily the best team in the group, but well, they haven't... England's going to be good, right, because the Queen died? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. That, that's but what I'm hearing. Also, I saw somewhere, just like a... I, for, I can't... T- I forget where, but... They thought Iran could be sneaky good because of all the turmoil that's going on there. They're going to want to fight hard. And Wales did pretty well in the past two Euros. Yeah, so as far as, like, recent form goes. What are the Euros? It's like the Europe. It's the World Cup, Cup? but just European teams, basically. Um, So, so like, the World Cup minus Brazil and Argentina. Yes, it's all the European Um, nations. um, So. In the U.S., oh, Yeah, and us. Uh, so, going into the group, Iran actually are on the best form. They've won three, tied one, and lost one in their last five games. Yeah, I've seen a lot of predictions um, of, like, this they've is, got, like... They've got Sardar Uzman, the Iranian oh, Messi. Gosh. As you can see, a lot of players are nicknamed whatever country they're from, and then just Messi. <laughs> so, um, but actually, I didn't even know this till today when I was looking up, but the government, the Iranian government, pressured the coach to drop him, even though he's one of their best players because he protested against the government, but he stuck uh, with them. Oh, so that's like when Texas had Quinn Ewers, didn't win the starting job, but all the boosters were like, we've paid him a ton of money, you have to start him kind of thing. I think it's a little sure. different So it's, it's a little human rights situation Yeah, there. but, but okay. they're basically like the Texas football of soccer. Yes, okay. we'll go with that. Um, and then we've got Wales, who I don't think they're very good. I'd be scared of playing against Gareth Bale because it's Gareth Bale. And he could do he's anything. On to us. Yeah, he's, he's Welsh. Um, they got Aaron Ramsey as well, another usually good player, but he hasn't been good for the past two years. The only th- the thing about Wales is they haven't been in the World Cup since 1958, so <laughs> they're not just gonna like sit there and be quiet. But they've only of their last five games, they've tied four and lost one. And then you look at England, a very good team, full of depth. Uh, I'd be worried about the pace and skills of Bukayo Saka, Raheem Sterling. Is Harry Kane? Phil Foden. Harry Kane as well. Yeah, he's in the squad. Uh, Can't be giving away free kicks to them. We'll try to Alexander-Arnold. But England haven't won in their past six games. They've tied three times, including – and lost three times, including losing 4-0 to – or 4-0 to uh, Hungary and also losing 1-0 to Hungary, tying Germany twice, and then tying and losing against Losing to Hungary. Uh, Have they played since the Queen died or no? (laughs) Um, I don't think so. How long ago did the Queen die? A couple months ago. Wow, they play – yeah, so out of all the out of all the predictions uh, of September groups, out of all the predictions of groups, I've seen Group B like having the most like random, like in terms. I've yeah. seen England at third and some. I've seen Wales like, at second. Like I've seen Iran at second. I think any team in that group can advance, and any team can get eliminated. I've got, I'm I've got Iran and Wales going out. I'm debating between going USA first and England second. Whoa, I, wow. England are obviously the favorite there, but so it's not I, I home. gotta I gotta I gotta root for my boys. I got to root for my boys, USA, to come Would first. you be happy if y- the U.S. tied England? I mean, I wouldn't be upset. Would that be, win. like, a win? Because that, then yes, in the overarching scheme point? of things, that would be a win because England is the most difficult team to face in our group. So I would say yes, especially if we beat four points is usually the benchmark. If you get four points, you usually advance. Not always. Is that or, what we got, it'll come down is that what we got in 2014? Yeah, right. but we only beat Portugal on goal difference. Like, Well, we should have beat Portugal in 2014. Yeah, we tied to, Portugal. Uh, what's Brad, he's I can't remember his last name, but he basically threw the game for us. And then I've got so if you, we go to our other candidates for the World Cup outside the U.S., I think Brazil is easily the favorite to win it. They've got an incredible attacking force of Neymar Jr., obviously Neymar. Gabriel Jesus, and um, what's his name? Oh, Vinicius Jr., Real Madrid star. This is the last World Cup for Neymar, Ronaldo, and Messi, right? 
So, oh, I, so it's like the I, Bulls. I would easily last year Michael Jordan. I would easily put money on Portugal, Brazil, and I've Argentina uh, winning. And uh, Argentina I think just Messi because goes out. one of those three has to win. I would yeah. not put money on Portugal if I'm you. <laughs> um, <laughs> Brazil and Argentina definitely. Ronaldo, uh, he just came out with some scandalous comments about Man United, where if you follow soccer, you know he's in the wrong, and he's just not played well, and now he's complaining about everything. <laughs> Does he play on Man United? Yeah, he made a complaint. So he used to play Man United back in 2009, and then he came back in like two a year ago, two years ago, and he made comments. He's like, uh, the sh- he said the the facilities haven't improved the. The Wi-Fi is bad. The sh- they have the same chef since 2009, which I guess he wasn't <laughs> happy about. And that being said, I do think Ronaldo will have a good World Cup. He'll score five or six goals, but I just don't think – I see them coming second in the group of Uruguay. Honestly, Ghana could eliminate them. They have a really strong team. Oh, I freaking Ghana. Yeah, I hate Ghana. I hate Ghana. So is, is Ronaldo kind of like the, the Dano Chara where he, like, started with a – like Man United, and then goes back to them at the end of his career yeah. when he's not very good anymore. Yeah, he's still good, but yeah, he's he's fallen off a lot. Um, uh, he he's not he's not Chara. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is way better than Chara was at hockey the last year he played. <laughs> so he's still good. He's not washed. Yeah, he's still good. Well, this he's been a little washed this season, but last season he was good. And he was at Man United last season. Yeah. So um, who, who's then, what you no, say? Good, good. And then Messi also. I I want Messi to win the World Cup. Yeah. I want Argentina. Do you think Messi or Ronaldo is better? Oh, Messi. Every You're single Messi soccer guy? fan will tell you Messi. Even Real Madrid fans will tell you Messi. Will Jason tell me Messi? Maybe not, but does he know ball? Ronaldo's the GOAT. Oh. <sighs> I no, love it's, Ronaldo. It's, like, it's just undisputed. Like, Ronaldo's more athleticism, but Messi's got – he's just so much better skill. What are you saying, Tapo? No, I'm just saying Ronaldo's just so good dribbling. If I was the U.S. though, I would not want to face Lionel. I would not want to face Lionel Messi. Messi's a much, Messi. Messi's a much I think Messi than would Ronaldo destroy is. the U.S. The only thing Ronaldo's got on Messi is maybe like a power shot. But, oh, I is Messi like the Argentinian? In, in FIFA, in uh, FIFA, Ronaldo is better. Ronaldo has a crazy shot in FIFA. I'll tell you that much. Ronaldo's FIFA, so fast in probably, FIFA Ronaldo's too. Probably better in FIFA. Ronaldo's so stronger, fast in FIFA. Yeah, he's so fast in FIFA. Pretty sure Messi is faster than him in FIFA. Messi's fast too, but like Ronaldo is. Big, like taller. Yeah, right. Messi's big. only Messi's five six. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then outside of that, I actually think Senegal. If Sadio Mane comes back from injury, Sadio Mane, best player in the world. Um, <laughs> he can. Uh, <laughs> I fan. think they can go on a run, maybe make the quarterfinals. Uh, surprise pick. I've got Uruguay going to the semifinals. They've got Luis Suarez, uh, Cavani, oh, the bike guy, Darwin huh? Nunez. Yeah, the bike guy, Valverde, Araujo. So I o- mean, it's been eight years since he bit someone. So it's overall, like, what's your what are your top four? Like, who you have in the semifinals? Four. Okay, so semifinals, I've got Argentina versus Brazil, and France versus Uruguay. I've got Brazil versus France in the final, and I've got Brazil winning it all. Oh, he's got who, who? Who do you guys have? If you've made your predictions yet? Uh, I can pull up quick. I think Croatia can make a big run again. No, despite I, their lack of striker, like they still have a lot of good pieces, and I think they might even be better than they were last year. <laughs> Are you reading this directly from something? <laughs> no, I, I'm, 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 I don't. I, don't, I, don't. I, I have, I have, I have Croatia going out in the group stage, but I do think they can do well. Like I, that that group is a toss up. I also just like Canada, so I want them to see them do well. I think Denmark. If if there's a team like Croatia this year, it'll be Denmark. They've got Christian Eriksen. They've got. Uh, Peter Schmeichel, not Peter Schmeichel, Casper Schmeichel and goal. They just look good overall. And then, All right, yeah. so those are probably my. But what about, like, uh, Born, Borna Sosa? Really good passer. He could lead the whole World Cup in assists this year. Is he, is he on you, Croatia? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, he's one of their best uh, backers. 
You definitely thought. What's his name? Uh, Borna Sosa. Wow. Clayton. Big Bye. soccer guy. I, I know Big. ball. Borna Sosa. Do you think that and uh, Andrejad Kramakijev? Oh, Kram- Kramakijev. You should cheer for Croatia. Do you think he'll be able to score a game winner to silence his critics? You should cheer for uh, Croatia. He definitely could. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be honest. Didn't know who Borna Sosa is. I know who that guy is. Just but, get your quarter um, zip. Wear your quarter zip, your Croatian quarter zip, and then. You have a. Cr- oh, you're the Villanova yeah, one? Yeah, that one's oh, that one? Yeah, your Croatian quarter zip, I always compare um, to. And you can um, cheer for Croatia. I think, can- honestly, Canada could go far. I'm not saying they really. will. Really? I think Croatia could- will be Canada by two goals. I've got. That actually is not a bad prediction. Thank you. <laughs> no, it's not. I, that I, group can go anywhere. What, what do you mean, actually? Have any of these been bad predictions? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know Croatia. Um, I have Argentina, Brazil, France, Germany, Argentina versus France in the final of Argentina taking it. I have Messi going home. Now, nice Tapa, what are your title. thoughts on Poland in this World Cup? Uh, I do a poll and making it out. That's like a guarantee. Like, Poland's going to make it out. Uh, no. I, I, isn't Poland in Mexico's group? I've got, yeah. So I've got Poland making it out of the group. I'm skeptical because last World Cup, 2018. They were the most disappointing team. I'm not sure they were the worst team. Yeah, but I'm looking at the group. People them to do well, and they did terribly. Okay, Argentina's going to win it. Saudi Arabia's going to come in last. So then it's Poland, Mexico, then it's the big I've, game. I've actually got Mexico in last. How good do you think Lewandowski is compared to everyone else and like, oh, all the other stars? He's so good. Lewandowski's so good. Is, they've, they've like, got yeah, the, can he can, like, carry them? He can carry Well, the rest of their team isn't terrible either. It's not like it's not like he's on Qatar. Like He couldn't carry Qatar, but he could carry Poland. What's their FIFA world ranking? Poland, yeah, probably like twenty-five. Oh, that's low. I uh, thought <laughs> uh, twenty-six. Oh wow, that's good. Oh, Mr. Soccer. Uh, yeah, I know. I know ball. I'm on the e- EA Sports FIFA <laughs> World Cup predictor website now. Putting my things in, so I'll get back to you soon. Sounds good. I found it frustrating. I was trying to find like I didn't find any uh, websites where you could like join a league and just do predictions. All the ones I found, you just this, predict the that, scores. This is a good matchup for the U.S. in this Se- against what? Yeah, no. I they actually, World I, Cup predictor? I was going to say, I meant to say this earlier when I was talking about the U.S. I think we have a chance of making the quarterfinals because the group we're facing, which is Group A, which consists of Senegal, uh, Netherlands, Ecuador, and Qatar, all of which are decent teams outside of Ecuador. But I do think they're weaker than a lot of the other teams. Like, they're weaker than Spain, Germany, Belgium, France, Uruguay, Portugal. Like, Netherlands are decent. But we could also, Senegal could easily come top of the group. Even Ecuador could win that group. Oh, wow. Bold pick, Jason. I got the USA over the Netherlands in the final. <laughs> USA can be good. Christian Pulisic, the goat of soccer. Yeah, and then I have and uh, Seth Erickson uh, will be a breakout star. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo goes out in, in his third-place match, and Portugal only loses to the powerhouse USA. Where do you have Poland? Uh, oh, Poland? I have Poland making the The, court. the final? Do you making oh, okay. making the, the round of 16. Uh Poland. Who's I have Poland losing around sixteen. Poland plays too. France. France. So, yeah, how do you think Brendan Harrison will be able to break out? Oh, he's so that's the Men- Memphis Messi I was talking oh, about. Oh, that's Brendan the Memphis Messi. Oh, so oh. good. He's, <laughs> he's phenomenal. <laughs> I love that man. Probably he's my favorite. A, uh, De Bruyne he used to play for the Philadelphia Union, right? Did you just say is De Bruyne still? Yeah. De Bruyne plays for Belgium, Jason. But he is still on Belgium, so Belgium will be good. But I don't think he can carry them. Who who are those two really good guys on the Netherlands team? Like f- four to eight years ago, Virgil <laughs> Virgil Van Dyke. He was a center back. And, oh, Van Dyke. Uh, Sergio Ramos. And then you might be thinking of Luke De Jong. He's yeah, fallen Luke off a little. He's still good, but he's fallen. What about off Thomas Müller? Thomas. Oh, he's he's good. Is he still he, in the? He's. He has a chance if he scores seven goals, which he won't. But if he scores seven goals, he'll become the all-time. What about that guy Jesus on um, yeah. He's Brazilian, good. right? Yeah, he's Brazilian. So uh-huh. I, 
I thought he was gonna look at I, me. I thought he was gonna start for Brazil, and he probably there's a good chance he still does. But I was watching a TikTok that was saying he wouldn't. So I mean, I don't know at this huh. point, but he's a very good player again. But you got Neymar and Vinicius Jr. leading the line for Brazil. They're just so good. And then in the back, you've got Thiago Silva, 38 years old. Thiago Danny Silva. Alves, 39 oh. years old. Lots of experience. Van Persie. Is that guy Van still? Persie, that yes. Awesome. Van Persie. Awesome. Yes, that's the one I'm thinking uh, of. Van great Persie. player. Uh, not a big fan of him. Left Arsenal uh, prediction. Cutter controversially wins for money. Cutter wins Group A. <laughs> a, great, a great player, and no, he will not be Can we get a Cutter chant? Cutter wins Group A. Does he still play or is he Cutter, 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 Cutter. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's retired, but he's definitely not on the national team. Um, I have a question for you, Jacob. Uh, I'm going to switch my prediction now that that guy's not on the team anymore, and I thought that De Bruyne was on. Uh, oh, now that everyone made fun of you for you. No, no, no. <laughs> USA versus Argentina and oh, USA still or all right, the the final four teams. Would we it's it's going to be Ronaldo, Messi, Dempsey. Oh, not Dempsey. Um, not Neymar, Dempsey. Neymar, <laughs> not and, then, and then the fourth Pulsic. best player in the world behind those three, Pulsic. and it's Pulisic, the, so, the Messi dude from New Jersey. Yeah, so would, would it, we, it's going to be USA. Would we have the triple team Messi? Where's the US? Poli- was his name Pulisic? Could we single yeah, a double team? Where's that guy <laughs> from? <laughs> we have a double team Messi. Oh, he's from Pennsylvania. He's from Hershey. Oh. Everyone's everyone's from around here, and the goalies from New Jersey as well. Who's so. better, Tim Howard or our goalie right now? Oh, Tim Howard. But oh, I do man. like. Oh, I, but I how, do, how far did Tim Howard get in the World Cup? I think our current goalie is probably the uh, round of sixteen. Who's better, Hope Solo or this goalie? <laughs> this goalie. <laughs> <laughs> Which at domestic abuse or at soccer? Oh my oh. goodness! <laughs> Permission to go there? <laughs> soccer, soccer, soccer. Oh, yeah, yes. so. Matt Turner. Um, I do think Matt Turner. If is Megan Rapinoe was on the team, Rapinoe? how many, <laughs> how many goals would she score? <laughs> I don't think she's making it to the team. But well, she wouldn't make it on the men's team. Alex Morgan would make it. Could Alex team. Morgan make it on the men's team? I mean, really? Carly Lloyd? No, but oh, yeah, Carly Lloyd. Carly Lloyd could be an NFL oh, kicker. Carly... He, she'd be no, better than half the NFL kickers. Yes, she true. would. Yes, she would. She'd uh, be better than Alex Matt. Matt Amendola. She takes like seven steps. Matt Amendola Matt is the uh, worst kicker yeah, in the NFL. Yeah, so they'll have to hold their balls uh, a little bit longer. Some breaking news. This is some world news. Uh, some Russian missiles crossed into Poland. Oh, oh killing my. two people. Oh, my goodness. Oh we have a big, big this is Polish. This not politics. It better not politics. be Lewandowski. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, Jacob, I have a question yes. for you. How much do you agree with this hot take of mine? Non-strikers will score more goals for the United States at the number nine position than actual strikers do. Yeah, 100%. We don't have, like, that's, I mean, our defense. I know soccer. Yeah. Our defense is really lacking, but we have very good wingers and as well, uh, Jesus, I don't know if it's Jesus or Jesus. I think it's Jesus Ferreira. He'll probably get a goal or two from a false nine or a number nine role. Was that what you said? Yeah. Um, at the nine position. Yeah. He'll probably get a goal there. Sergeant or Haji Wright at an actual striker position could score more, but I also just think our wingers will get most of the goals. Or a winger like uh, Wea playing as a striker could score a few goals. Would you be shocked if uh, France does not make it out of the knockout stage? No, simply because the last three winners of the World Cup haven't made it out, out of the group stage. Italy won in 2006. They didn't even make the 2010 World Cup. Um, Spain won in 2010. They got knocked out in the group stage 2014. Germany won in 2014. They got knocked out of the group stage in 2018. <laughs> so, and... In the pa- and also like going back to like 1994, I think Brazil is the only team to break that curse. I think France in '98 didn't make it out of the group stage 2002 as well. So while I do expect them to, I wouldn't be shocked. Denmark are a very good team that could easily beat them. Although Australia and Tunisia are not very good. All right, last question. Yeah. 
Uh, what do you think of sports washing that's happening right now in Qatar? Oh, is that where like they pay a bunch of fans to dress as uh, uh, other like fans of other teams? Like, I think ju- just like all the human rights violations that oh, they're oh, brushing yeah. under the rug because yeah. of sports. Um, that's a great question. Yeah, that's a great question. Thank you. Thank you. That's a great question. Thank you. It's terrible. I mean, in the Netflix came out with a, doc- a four-part documentary recently, which is amazing. I would recommend checking it out if you have time. Check it out. Netflix. No, I, don't, I don't have Netflix. Oh, that's a shame. Never mind. Um, but <laughs> on the corruption of FIFA <laughs> and how basically they paid to get this World Cup in 2009, in the past 10 years, allegedly there have been 6,000 deaths building the stadiums and infrastructure for the World Cup. And then on top of that, there's a lot of issues with uh, human rights there with the LGBTQ LGBTQ plus community as well as just women's rights in Qatar as well. So there's a lot of controversy, which is just being hidden behind the sport. So you just got to think about that when you're watching, I think. Thank you. Do you have any more? Yeah, my last question. Will this be the last winter World Cup? Great question. In the future. I hope. Fantastic question. I hope it is. Thank you. Thank you. We we came up with good questions today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, it was good. So you don't think so? I, oh, oh, you hope? I don't, oh, you hope I don't, I don't think one. so, and I hope not. FIFA yeah. definitely still has some corruption. You hope there's still more? No, no. I uh, the U.S. hosts in 2026, right? Yeah, Is US that going to be in the winter? It should be so much no, better. No, it'll be in the summer. It's going to be USA, Mexico, Canada hosting. MetLife, I think. But all the, all, the, Stadium. all the knockout yeah, games are going to be in the U.S. So Awesome. Okay. Where's the final going to be? I'm not sure. It, it might have been said. I just don't know. Probably Ohio. 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 No, actually, oh, well, the God. Bengals you, or Browns. Probably stadium. it probably won't be, but uh, actually, I think or Ohio State. The all every time the USA plays Mexico in qualifying, they always play in Columbus. But that also could be because there's Columbus. less. That's probably because there's less Mexico fans there as well, rather than playing, playing down south. So I don't know uh, what the final would be, but that's a possibility. All right. Cool, Jason. Do you have any last questions? Uh if you were to give the USA. A percentage chance to actually make the final, what would it be? That's the best good, question. Good that's question. the best question. Good question. That's make the best the question. Fi- like, Fantastic. Not that's a great question. It's a good question. Like, really good know, question. Like 2%, maybe less. Because I give us. So you're saying there's a chance? I'd give us a 10, maybe 15% to make the quarterfinals. That's fair. And then we got to beat France, and that just brings it down to like 2. Yeah. But if we beat France, oh, well, then we got to beat Brazil. 2% chance? Okay, so probably, last, last I'll question. Give it, I'll give us a 2. So the U.S. has a better chance to make the finals than the Texans do of making the playoffs. Last, last question. Yes. At the beginning right, so of know, the 2021 season in the NFL, how what percent chance would you have given the Bengals of making the Super Bowl? Um, Making the Super Bowl. Hmm. They always have. They I'll give them, I, like I would have given them like uh Twenty-two percent. Okay, chance. wait. At the beginning. At All the right, beginning and that's all that. we have time for. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Haas. We're like point two two. <laughs> I was gonna go with fifty. <laughs> wow. Then I realized that uh, was high. That's all we have time Hostos for. Football. Well, you thank know, you, you, Jacob, could, for you coming could, on. You could stay thank up here for class. having me. If we have, if we have more soccer questions in the future, okay, we'll have you back on anytime. This is Jacob's second time on the show. First time was yeah. Uh, I don't know what the first time was, was. But second time, this is important. It was, it was U.S. World Cup yeah. stuff, but okay. it was, was much it? shorter. Maybe with the World Cup coming up, maybe some uh, live discussions. I mean, will are, uh, will games be going on like during the day on a Tuesday? or? Yeah, so games are going to be the at Rafa's 5 a.m., 8 a.m. Yeah, oh, yeah, 8 a.m., 11 a.m., and then the U.S.'s games are all at 2 p.m. And then the Good. quarterfinals and what finals What time is that local time in Qatar? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Probably like probably like ranges from like yeah, six I to think, ten. I think US plays Tuesday, PM? Friday, okay. and don't worry, the, the Monday World, after. The so. World Cup finals this Tuesday? 
this Tuesday. Like that, a week from today, they start. Yes. No. Oh, wow. uh, I guess that's why we're doing. Yeah, the World they play Cup Wales on yes. Tuesday. They Monday. play. I know so they much. Monday. You're right. My bad. Play Wales on Monday. England on Black Friday. Yep. And, and then Wales, I ran on the following Tuesday. I ran. Yep, I flipped it. Sorry. All right. Yeah, because we've always discussed like we, we're going well, Thank you, dear Jacob. Yeah, it's now it's now two nineteen. Yeah, uh, listen to the men's basketball play-by-play of the Wildcats marquee matchup at Michigan State this Friday at eight, right here on VA nine point one. The Roar. We have like six minutes left. College basketball. College basketball. basketball. Villanova basketball. Uh, do we really want to talk about Villanova basketball? Uh, I. Jacob, do you want to say something? That was embarrassing yesterday. But yes. we, we won, but we it, was, did win. it was it wasn't good. It was, uh, it, but I I would like we're to take still it, very I would like to take it in a positive light. They shot O of at, at one point they were O of, o of four, eighteen. O of eighteen from yes. three. That they're not gonna shoot like that again. Yeah, I give you I, I agree, can guarantee you that they're not gonna shoot like that again. They still they found a way to win in what could arguably be their worst game of the year. They're still missing Whitmore. Moore is still not back. They're still figuring out the point guard situation. And you saw that in how they, they were putting Housen in at, at the end of the game just for offense, would put Arch in for defense. Brizzy and Armstrong didn't see the floor late, really. It was uh, Neptune, you have a first-year coach and a lot of first-year players that are still trying to figure out what their role is going to be, how they can how they can contribute. And you have a guy in Arch who's start who really – he can start early in the year against these bad teams, but will definitely be phased out by the end of the year. So it's just a team in limbo trying to figure things out. The fact that they ended up winning by 10, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah they, double, double digits. Yeah, one by 10, got it done. That That's a game where with a bad head coach you'd probably lose. Because yeah. Delaware State stuck around the whole game. Yeah. Oh my. They, they had the lead he's, early. He's pulling they, all the strings. Yeah, they're pulling all the strings. I mean, I, yeah. I, I think that was as gutty of a bad win as you can get, and I think it'll help the team in the long run because they had to, they had to fight back at home. Which Villanova basketball normally at home, you you have the game the whole time. So facing adversity early in the year, I think, is good for the it's team. It's not the strongest roster at this point, and it still happens to be the earliest point. So like you have your weakest roster because Whitmore and Moore's out at the earliest time. It's you're gonna have some problems. Um. At least I, saw, I, I did see improvements passing. I like the ball movement. I like the defense. We're not going to shoot like that again. So, like, if we can start out stronger against Michigan State, it should be a, 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 a fight to the end. But, like, we have to start out stronger than we did yeah. against Delaware State. We were catching up pretty much up until, like, the 10-minute mark of the second yeah. half. I think it's clear that if, like, the – the starting five we have right now is their starting five at the end of the season and plays like minutes like they are like having to carry this team, we're not gonna go very yeah. far in March. Because we need the young guys to yeah. start. Chris Arch is someone who you know what you're gonna get out of him. Yeah. He's not gonna turn the ball over like Armstrong or Brizzy will. He's gonna be better on defense because he's been with the team for a longer period of time and knows how these systems work. But at the end of the day, his ceiling is so much lower than a guy like Armstrong or Brizzy or even Housen. It's yeah. and Patterson was looking really good yesterday on defense. Oh, he was. Yeah. yeah. What was what was that? Uh, he was in for what was that energy. Yeah. I called the energy lineup. It the was wow lineup. It was Patterson, Housen. It was one two three. So Armstrong. I had to take a photo of it. It was Housen, Armstrong, Patterson one two three, and then 
Daniels and Dixon. Dixon. Well, that was, that was the energy. Hausen had that one nice cut where he got inside, and then he Hausen hit a three, didn't he? A corner three. Yeah, yeah. He, he had a three. couple. He had a three. Armstrong he had, had a couple another threes, one was like and then Slater the first three. So Armstrong and Hausen oh, stepped up also, in the second half. The Dixon's three late in the game that was awesome. That was big. Seeing seeing Dixon be able to <laughs> throw it into Dixon with what four he seconds left on the shot clock. I don't know why the fact that he didn't even just he it wasn't a catch and shoot. Dixon made a move and hit like a fadeaway three when we're up by. It was still a close game at that point because uh, on that possession, Delaware State hit the three before, right? Yeah, yeah. So that that was a that was a basket that you you need. And Neptune pulled the, I mean, pulled the right strings, just trusting Dixon to take that shot. Yeah, I mean, like some people are gonna say, like, oh, as a new coach, like that's why they're almost losing a bye game to Delaware State. But like, every, yeah, Kyle Neptune should get a lot of credit for that win. Yeah. Every coach has started like every TCU lost a bye game. Yesterday. Every first year also, coach has some bumps. I mean, it's also bumps, the college really. basketball realm is way different now because when you, I Rostin said it yesterday. When you have these transfers where they don't have to sit out a year, you have guys that were going from Power Five schools sitting on the bench who are now like who are now starting at these mid-major yeah, programs. Like Brian Antoine. And you have you have these Power Five programs that have to turn over more turn over way more quickly than they did before because we saw Caleb Daniels had a year to learn the Villanova offense. So when he first got on the court, he was great. Now you see these transfers at these Power Five schools that aren't necessarily. They still have a lot of practice under their belt, but they're not fully ready to be in these new systems. Yeah. And then at these at these smaller schools, you have a guy who was recruited as a five star who could just go off, could go, could go score 20, 25 points on any given night. So I I actually I while it it's it bodes worse for power five programs and buy games. I really like the new transfer rule because Ooh, rankings don't matter it, now anyway. Yeah, it, it it makes these games more fun. You have these mid-major programs that can win early in the year. Yeah, yeah. like TCU ranked 15. They lost last night in yeah. a bye game. Let alone they our, better drop out of the rankings. Let alone our system. They're they're dropping out. Let alone yeah. our system. Temple's tough. not going to be bad. Temple Temple, Temple could make the tournament. We Temple got a, could very well be We got to hope, especially now that they beat Villanova. We got to hope. Well, th- that guy that guy battle or the uh, what's his name? They have two good guards. The one guy is averaging twenty five points a game right now. I think we'll see. Hopefully they do. I mean, they lost to Wagner. I don't know how that's going to affect their. Who Temple? Yeah, they lost at two, to Wagner at home for beating us. Um, well, it's also th- that that's part of the process where I they have what two big transfers in their starting lineup, so it takes a little while to get. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we lost to Delaware State, that's a quad four home loss. That's the worst loss you can have. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, luckily, we avoided that. But does does net rankings take into like the score into account, or just wins and losses? I think it's just wins and losses. All right. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah, like a win's a win. If we beat Delaware, it's a win. Yeah, for, for for net, it's just like it doesn't matter if it's close. Everybody or just freaks out. out. Every person just freaks out if you don't beat like this uh, a mid major by thirty plus nowadays. Yeah, like games are closer now because you know if you shoot well, you're probably gonna do well. We didn't shoot. That's why, that's how upsets happen in tournament games. We didn't shoot well, so Delaware State was in the game for most of the game. Mm-hmm. You know. We had two completely different uh, game plans. Temple, we were ISO most of the game. We shot seven threes. We shot seven threes in the first five minutes of this game, and we were 0 for 16 to start of the game. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see so, how they play against Michigan like, State. I think he's just trying different things out. Arch won't be the it's point guard moving game. forward. He but Arch will, will probably be. play. Arch will probably be the starting point guard through the PK-85 tournament. Uh, Sure. 
Because they're not going to make a change right before Michigan State, and there's no time no, between Arch, that. Arch, Arch will be the starting point guard for Michigan yeah. State. Though I don't think he'll— And uh, Iowa State and North Carolina I, I, I expect, slash Portland. I expect it to minutes to decrease each game. I don't think he'll— Yeah, that's probably true. Like, second half, like— I'm worried we're going to get blown out by Michigan State. Huh? I'm worried we're going to get blown out by Michigan State. We may. We it's may. tough to play in. Like, there's a reason no Big Ten teams ever went on the road. It's tough to play on the— like, at Michigan State. It's tough. It's tough to play. It's tough to play these road games. Yeah. But Michigan State may get absolutely gassed out because they're playing Kentucky. That's true. They just played Gonzaga, and now they got to play us after Kentucky yeah. today. Yeah. So Big night tonight. It's also going to see how interesting how Duke does, first-year head coach. Yeah, Duke versus Kansas. Yeah, tonight. tonight. Yeah. It's a big night. Yeah. Well, hopefully we're sitting here so we have next Mi- week. So we have Michigan State, Iowa State, and then the winner of North Carolina – Portland or loser, depending on how we do. So we got a tough couple of games ahead of us. Uh, hopefully Cam comes back, and you know I like how these young guys are stepping up. They're gonna have to. Like that was a must. Like the young guys had to step up. It's still we're still finding our true point guard. You know we all miss Gillespie. I miss Gillespie too. <laughs> but you know we're trying to just find. And our two most talented players are not even playing. So yeah. like I said, this is like the lowest point. Hopefully before yeah. they come back. Well, thank you everybody for listening. It's been a fun 90 minutes with everybody. Tune in next week at 1 o'clock. Scoop and score on WXVU 89.1. The Roar. Hopefully we're celebrating a Michigan State win. Go Cats. Go Cats. Go Cats.